market stopped, paused for a little bit, and then started to sell off. And now from being up over 3% last night, gold, uh, the market is now down two and a quarter percent. So, and silver is now down 4% after being up only 2%. Good afternoon, I'm Vince Lancey. This is the Arcadia Economics Silver Fix. Time is 1 p.m. That's when this will be shown. I'm recording this at 11.02 a.m. on Monday morning, late morning. Very exciting night last night and a very uh, uh, exciting but opposite emotionally uh, this morning. Now, I'm not going to blow smoke up your nether regions, but I'm going to tell you this is this is what's going on right now. All right. So that is a running flow of what I'd like to talk about, what happened last night, why it doesn't matter, why it does matter. Uh, I'm probably going to jump around on this, but what we want to do is we want to talk about first what happened last night, play by play or blow by blow. Last night, when Globex opened, there was massive Chinese buying coming out of Shanghai, coming out of China, coming out of everywhere, coming out of Australia, coming out of everywhere on that side of the world. And that drove the market up to a high of 2047, I think in futures. You can see that here. Uh, I'm talking about gold here, right? We're going to talk about the implications for silver. And the market stopped, paused for a little bit, and then started to sell off. And now from being up over 3% last night, gold, uh, the market is now down two and a quarter percent. So, and silver is now down 4% after being up only 2%. The first thing I want to say to you is this. There's so many things I can say, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to be uh, coherent. First thing is this, silver is going to be used to hammer gold now. Silver will be sold to get gold lower. That's the first thing. The second thing is, just to getting it out of the way, second thing is let's go over what happened last night uh, as unfortunately predicted uh, or, or handicapped properly uh, by me. Uh, all right, so last night in pictures, okay? It's actually easier to do this, do this way. At 5.59 p.m., I asked, uh, you know, let's see what China has in store for us. Now, the reason I asked that question is because I had a conversation with Bai Xiaojun, uh, an email conversation over the last three days that we went back and forth. And the conclusion that I came and I sent this out in a, in a goal fix post was that the Chinese buying is ridiculous. Uh it may be right in the long term, but it's wrong in the short term because the EFP uh, or the, I'm sorry, the physical gold market was trading over the physical, uh, the futures market. Now you can have that happen in silver, okay? You shouldn't have that happen in gold. And sure enough, it brought out a lot of buying uh, that built up over the weekend. And that buying went to the market um, Sunday night, our time, Monday morning, their time. So, that's why I said, let's see what's going to happen Sunday night. Let's see, you know, how uh, how smart or 
stupid people actually are. Sure enough, the market gapped open. Um, that's a three-minute chart. The market gapped open a little bit higher. Uh, it covered the gap. And then I thought that was it, right? That's what I thought anyway. Uh, but it wasn't. China stepped in and really went to the market. And that's basically the chart of the gold market on the high. Now, silver never got up to those highs. Silver did not outperform because this was purely a gold move and silver tracked it. And this is because China was buying. Now, I wasn't predicting, as I said, 645 last night, but that could be it until U.S. time. Right now, the PPT is being called and Benoit is away. We're not going to talk about who Benoit is online anyway, but we're just going to say that uh, people that have a vested interest in the price of gold not getting into headlines in the West were activated last night. Those people, if you remember the silver tampdown, are related to, but not the same people who had a vested interest in silver not cracking the market when it went to $30 the other night, uh, last a couple of years ago. Same idea, same idea, same behavior, different people. There's a lot of similarity between uh, what happened last night and what happened during the silver tampdown event that Chris Marcus cataloged so well for everyone. And if he wants to have me on, if he has, you know, if he has the time, uh, have me on, and we can, we can, we can share, <laughs> we can share, uh, we can show the parallels. All right. So that was China buying, not predicting, but that could be it until the U.S. time. And unfortunately, it really was it. Uh, this was the market at seven twenty-five p.m. All right. So gold was up thirty bucks. Silver was up only half a percentage point. And uh, that's. That's how it works. When the market gets out of control, it gets tamped down. That's exactly what happened last night. Uh, all right, so we're going to walk through gold, not because it's about gold, because it's instructive, because you're going to say, I remember that, right? You're going to say, I remember when they did that to silver. You're going to see the process of how it walks through, how it works through. And I'm going to discuss very quickly why it doesn't matter. That's your big picture story. The big picture story, why it doesn't matter. Everyone tells you it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's price action. But it does matter in the bigger picture and not in a bad way. Um, gold Sunday night and today's behavior. I did that. Who are the bag holders? That's number four. Who are the bag holders for this? Well, it's not you. It's not me. It's China retail. China retail was buying gold hand over fist to the point where spot was trading above futures, which forced refiners to produce gold at a faster rate which forced people to roll their futures forward to make delivery, which created a short squeeze. There did not need to be a short squeeze in China. There was a short squeeze in China. And the big banks, probably JP Morgan, uh, I don't know, Bank of America, the big bullion banks who know what they're doing, stepped in, let the market go higher, and then gave it to them. That's how it works. That's what happened. And there's all other reasons. There are all kinds of corollaries you're going to hear for the Fed. All those reasons, certainly the Fed is going to ease and all that stuff. Fine. That's great. But I'm telling you what happened mechanically. Uh, so the bag holders are the Chinese retail on the gold side. Uh, the uh, futures, the Shanghai futures traders, believe it or not, some of them are extra long because I think it's going to keep going up. Well, they just got taught a lesson. And the lesson was... Do whatever you want in your market. Do not step outside into the U.S. futures market and play that. 
And that's what happens. Why it reminds me of the silver tampdown events. I mean, you got to go back and look at Chris's uh, Chris's reporting on that. Uh, I remember that night when silver broke $30, JP Morgan released a report like that night during Europe time that European miners were not a buy, they were a sell. I'm like, wow, that's, that's a crazy way to do it, but that's what they did. Implications for silver. Going forward, you're going to see basically no more buying that's going to drive the market higher. The market's going to still have buying. We're still in technically buy season. You're going to have allocations coming in, but those allocations are going to run into trapped longs above the market. You have people that are now long gold, not silver, now long gold at levels that they're out of the money. Here we are, gold is close to all-time highs. And you have longs that are losing money. That's really, really bad in the short term. And so the market should come off. They will use silver to drive gold down in situations like that. Okay. Uh, why it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because we know why it doesn't matter, right? All right. Why it matters. That's the biggest picture where nothing has changed except for the worse for the USA. Before I get into the micro analysis, this is a geopolitical comment. The United States of America is being attacked on all sides. We are at war right now, not just in Ukraine, a proxy war, not just in Israel, a proxy war, not just in the bond market as the East dumps their bonds and the West has to buy them, not just in oil, uh, OPEC fighting with Biden over the price of oil, all of this to keep Russia in check financially. Well, the war has now spilled over into the financial markets involving gold. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. And and this is why this matters, speaking as an American, as a patriot. The price of gold, if they can't stop this, uh, they've got much bigger problems because a headline of gold and silver uh, that's uh, making new highs or new all-time highs, that's a comment on our inability. Forget about perception that we have it's a comment. It's literally a comment on the government's inability to at least manipulate things in their favor. And that's why the empire struck back last night and came out of the woodwork. You cannot have gold printing new all-time highs on a Monday. On a Friday, eh. On a Monday, no, you cannot have that happen, right? You, you just can't deny it anymore. Silver, you can do it, right? But you're going to start seeing headlines on gold and to a lesser extent, silver. It was, it used to be gold is a pet rock, gold is useless. Now it's gold is being bought. Who's buying gold? Those are weirdos. Those are dummies. Those people don't get it, okay? So there's going to be the demonization of gold on the new highs. The headlines today are going to be gold makes new all-time highs. They may not even put that in a headline. And then promptly gets dropped down 2% or 5% from the highs. Gold sucks, Okay, silver sucks. That's complete nonsense. Now, why is everything a change for the stuff for the worse? The U.S. is at war on five different fronts. The resources that we're going to use, the resources that we're using to keep public perception, gold's useless, oil's useless, uh, American bonds are great. That's resources we're spending. And those resources, that's tax revenues that we're spending on public perception rather than fixing what's wrong in the country. And that's a disaster. 
And it's not going to change. They're going to keep doing that until there's no more money left or they don't get reelected. And there is no more money left. That's why we're using debt now. The problem is our creditors overseas are no longer lending us money, which is why they're going to try and get you to buy more bonds. And, and maybe you should at the right rate. Maybe as an American patriot, you should. But just know what's going on. What's going on is we are being bled to death as a nation because of our leaders' perception that our leaders need. I'm sorry, start this over. We are being bled to death as a nation because our leaders need to keep things status quo, refuse to change, and they're spending our resources on making things look good. They're buying a lot of glue, gluing broken pottery together when they need to make a new pot. Pottery, whatever. You get the point. Okay, so let's uh let's go to uh let's go to this. All right. So Sunday night, I put a lot out Sunday night, you know, and I can't, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't say it's not, it wasn't good, right? It was good, right? So, but this is these are the two things that I have highlighted, right? What the situation looks like after a golden cross, a new all-time high after a monthly eight all-time high close. What does that mean? That means you have Friday, the market closes at all-time highs. Uh, after a monthly all-time high close, after some technical formation called the Golden Cross. And I wrote like 13 points out. The first point is U.S. gold pricing and behavior is business as usual. Banks are not afraid to sell it. The banks are selling it, is what I said. So it's business as usual for the banks. They're not panicking, right? Number three, China gold pricing and behavior is not business as usual. So you have uh, an unyielding force you know, unyielding uh, force, meeting uh, an unrelenting uh, barricade. So have an explosion. And that's what we had last night. Uh, I can't be too much more detailed because I'm putting some pieces together myself. But what happened is what happens. And, and it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again at lower levels, not higher levels. Because the next time it happens at a higher level, it's game over, right? It's like silver can't get above 50, right? Silver can't get above 30, they're going to keep repressing it until they can repress it no longer. And the same thing is happening um, in gold now. And what this amounts to is if you look at these prices and you get freaked out and you sell, and I don't think anyone freaking, uh, watching this program uh, or watching anything that is on Arcade Economics does that, if you, people react to this shit and they react by getting out. And by getting out, the deeper pockets buy. The deeper pockets are buying gold and silver all the time. This is a preview of things to come. It's just not going to come tomorrow. All right. Um, Vince, have a great day. And let's see. Wait, I have something else in here. Oh, the gold vigilantes. Now nah, we have to talk about that. Uh, I had 13 reports on gold and silver that I was going to go through today, but things just, you know, the, the, the current events are just much, so much more important. Keep this in mind. The market is now going to be rationalizing. Also, keep this in mind. The market's not going to be, we start seeing stories that uh, gold made new highs, gold came off highs, silver came off, stocks are coming off. That means the Fed's probably not going to ease. You know what? The Fed probably was never going to ease, but I'm not sure. We'll see. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Well, thank you, Vince, as always, for this week's report. Great to get his insight, especially in the midst of what we're seeing now with gold setting another all-time record high. 
And obviously, pretty exciting last night to see what happened on the open. Fortunately, reversed rather quickly. And Vince did send me a message last night mentioning how it was a little bit tricky for the powers that be to let the prices be as high as they were. And he wouldn't be surprised if we did see both gold and silver lower on the day by the time Monday trading was completed, which unfortunately has been the case this morning, although... I think this is still positive development seeing gold and the interest in gold continue to move the price higher even if it's come back in a little bit today so hope you found this one helpful before we wrap up did want to let you know about a silver special that miles franklin is running this week for junk silver the quarters and dimes minted before 1965 are on sale for three dollars an ounce over spot Junk silver is one of the types of silver that really had the increased premiums throughout the past year, jumping quite a bit at several points, although fortunately premiums on the lower side right now. So if you are in the market for junk silver in particular, you can find out more about that at Arcadia at milesfranklin.com. Be happy to get back to you, answer any questions you have or any questions about any of the things that we're discussing on the show. So with that said, I hope you're having a great morning out there and your day and week is off to a good start. And we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.